0: Drake Digital, with Drake, Wes, and Sid in the morning and the afternoon. Hear all the shows at drakehallmemphis.com. All right, Harry Potter fans, uh, ears up. Is this still a thing? It's been around for so long. Uh, the books began it, right? Yeah. How long has that been? 25 that was the, years? 20 that years?
1: Was, that was the late 90s when the first book came out.
0: Wow. Okay, and then the movies followed that. Subsequent yeah. to every book, or the, were the books done before the films began?
1: No, the films started before the book series was finished.
0: Okay. Harry Potter, the, a new series, gets a seven-season order, with J.K. Rowling producing. Is this going to be a big deal, or has this thing run its course? Or, like many of the superheroes and the fantasy tales of our time, continue on forever with no end in sight. What do you think, Wes? Uh, I,
1: I I think it might be a little soon, because, uh, but uh, there's a lot of people who grew up with those movies who have gotten kids of their own now who are introducing them to the movies and I'm not completely sold on them being interested in a TV show with different actors playing the characters because... Good point. Daniel Radcliffe did a great personification of Harry Potter in those films. And so did so many of the other other, actors. Are just epitomized the look of the characters. On the other hand, though, Because they were movies, there was so much from the books that had to be left out or changed, timelines squished and turned around and so forth. Giving each book its own series will give it the time to explore these things that the movies just didn't have time to go look at.
0: I think that's your main point, though, is that the actors will be different. Right. Uh, but but for any generation, that won't matter, maybe.
2: Won't matter, yeah. Maybe. Um, I, that's,
1: I think that's going to be a hard thing for a lot of the real hardcore fans of the movies to get over. Again, though, one yeah. more on the other, other hand is that this time Harry Potter's actor's eyes might be the right color.
0: Hmm. Because they're not in the... So they're not. About. They're
1: not in the. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe's eyes are a different color than Harry Potter's, as established in the books. They tried oh. to get him fitted with contacts, but it just didn't take. It wouldn't work, so they just just sort of hand waved it
0: off. Jeez, nuance is okay, but calm down. Gosh, I know, I, I know. Wanna... I know.
2: Uh,
0: the last film was a flop. I didn't know that. Uh, Fantastic Beasts right. was a giant bomb. Uh, HBO and Cinemax are Max whatever this they they've changed all that now. Yeah. Are are going back to a, to a Hogwarts as Warner Brothers Green Lights the Harry Potter series to readapt the seven books by Miss Rowling. Yeah, she needs more money. Um so they've been given uh, a seven season order. Boy, that's a lot to to uh, to uh, take in there and a gigantic commitment. And I guess that you're tied to that now for seven years, so this 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 new bunch of kids better be into this big time or they have, have <laughs> yeah. made a bad commitment. Jeez. Uh, on that note, uh, Warner Brothers uh, Discovery has unveiled their Super Streamer Max. I still can I don't uh, quite understand this, but all these gigantic companies now are getting as much as they can under their umbrellas. Um, probably smart, but it also seems to maybe uh, dilute the intent of the original stuff. I um, so Warner's unveil Max. Their high stakes uh, thing that unites some of the company's most storied brands under one roof and aims to aggressively compete in the streaming marketplace uh, because television and that business are uh, are changing. And network TV is going to be irrelevant if it isn't already. The new service announced by the CEO at a press event yesterday will launch May 23rd and give consumers access to a large library of programming across Warner Brothers, Discoveries, Entire Portfolio, uh, HBO, HGTV, Food Network, Cartoon Network, TLC, and others. It's the one to watch, says David Zaslav, the CEO, Because they have many of the world's iconic and globally... I guess everybody, just to uh, wrap this up, uh, is trying to compete with Disney on their approach to everything. Uh, Max subscribers can choose from different price tiers. There are three of those. The cheapest one, $10 a month. It will show ads. The ad-free version, $16. Uh, The price of the uh, HBO Max service, unless you already have HBO. Uh, which, which I do, I wonder how that will affect people that, are, that already have it. Um, so that has been announced and we'll see if that works out to be something thoughts. Is there already too much as it is? I don't know. Well, much. I mean, if there's
1: too much, then, you know, the big streamers trying to get as much as they can into their service makes a whole
0: lot of sense. Yeah, it does, but there's it's it, there's there there's so much there's only so much time in a day. Yeah, and m- most people aren't like me. They have, you know, grown kids, and so I have all the time in the world to watch whatever I want to, and I watch so much movies, so many movies and great TV shows, but most folks don't have that 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 you know that um, luxury, if you will. Yeah. Um, but those that do can choose from so many things. And it seems to go in spurts. There can be a great run of shows on Amazon Prime, let's say. And then it's on Apple. And Apple Plus, uh, to me, if I had to make a decision, they do less than most people, but the quality of their stuff is so good that it's hard to ignore. Um, Just incredible work. Uh, I found a new show on Netflix that is, had went to um, number one in their TV shows in about a week. And I didn't know what to make of it. It's called Beef. It isn't about cows or about hamburgers. It's about having a spat, a beef with someone. Oh, okay. And it is it uh, the Asian cast almost entirely. Um, this this uh, review right here, explains it uh, pretty well the opening sequence uh, is a guy who is he is a Korean and a lady who is um, Chinese I believe get into a road rage incident and it is it's a trip Uh, it is a a thriller Um, it is brilliantly written says this this review edited and acted Uh, and part of what makes beef so so impressive and this is true I think that we, without saying that we are inherently racist, we do make suppositions about people uh, that aren't like us, and we assume things that are, but that they're just racist. Uh, but you make decisions about people based upon how they look, and what this show I think has shown me, and I've watched three episodes. They're about a uh, they're about forty minutes in length. It moves beyond even the most accepted stereotypes of Asian uh, kids and their parents, and the interactions of family. Uh, it's Chinese. It's Japanese. It is Korean. They are not the same thing. The story uh, uh, is about this 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 uh, feud that gets more intense between this lady, who is a uh, she's a high end uh, designer with her own store. And her husband is an artist. And uh, this guy, uh, um, who plays a small businessman, is her nemesis in this thing. The actors are um, Ali Wong and uh, Stephen Yoon, both of whom have been up for various awards, Emmys, Oscars, and so forth. You would know them if you saw their faces, I think. But this turns into uh, what is a... You know, it's, this is a you know road rage kind of thing that escalates every episode and involves their family members and gets really funny and a little bit intense, but the show is worth your time. It's called Beef, and it is on uh, Netflix. Uh, to, uh, yesterday, new shows on Apple Plus of uh, Ted Lasso and the one that people are kind of getting into. Um... Uh, I just spaced it entirely with uh, Chris O'Dowd. Um, what the hell's the damn thing called? Um, let me.
2: Do you talked way. about it the other day. Shoot. Yes.
0: I don't, um, I don't know why I can't think about it. My, my brain is shut down. It is called. Uh, it is called. The Big Door Prize. The gist of this thing uh, in is in a small town, a general store this uh, machine appears and it just comes in out of nowhere and um, you put in some quarters and um, this machine spits out one word that predicts your fate and what your life potential may be and it's really smart and really thoughtful and O'Dowd is incredibly good And the cast is all good. But it is a predictor of what you are or may become. And sometimes it is um, very accurate. And sometimes it's not even close. You don't think. Um, It's kind of a fortune teller thing. What's the machine called? I can't think now. But it is really um, an entertaining, well done show.
2: So Apple Plus
0: keeps to crank out um, a lot of really good... What is, I'm trying to think what the machine's called, but I can't think about it now. The um, small town called Deerfield is where this is set. And the machine, a magical Destiny machine in a grocery store, and it won't tell me what it's called. Anyway, it is worthy of a watch. I would say that. So there's some, there's, and there's tons to watch And now basketball coming this weekend with the Grizzlies playing on Sunday. So a lot of TV and lots of things to choose from. So, uh, make your choices and enjoy.
2: I wanted to, I wanted to say a side note on Stephen Yoon. I knew that name and he was, he was Glenn on the walking dead. That doesn't mean anything to you, but if people. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, he's great. I like him.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He, he's extremely good. And, uh, our perceptions as white people of the Asian culture is difficult, I think, because there are are many different kinds of. There's, you know, there are Thai people, there are Korean people, there are.
1: Yeah. Turns out, tons that Asia of them.
0: is a continent with a lot of countries in <laughs> right. it. Right. Yes. And they're and they're different, and but we we make assumptions. Oh, they all look alike. No, they don't. Uh, and we look alike to them. So there. <laughs> um, but it does make you think. But this show does really blow up these assumed kind of theories that, oh, they're all alike. No, they're not at all alike. And um, it it is, uh, even if the show weren't this good, it would still explode some of these, you know, predetermined things that we operate with in real life. And they're wrong. Uh, so I give it a i. I thought, okay, I'll just try this, mm-hmm. and it's worth it. Beef on Netflix.
1: If you're uh, if you were watching Ms. the marvelous Mrs. Maisel at all, the fifth and oh, last yeah, season yeah, is
0: starting yeah. today. Oh, it is! Oh yeah. my. Well, that goes my weekend. Right.
2: Um, <laughs> you got plans?
0: What a fantastic show, God! But they really have about done it um, as far as they can go with it. I think, don't you?
1: I, I think they were the producers were hoping for another ex- season beyond this one to tell the story the way they wanted to, but the executives at Amazon are the ones who said, no, this is going to be your last season. So they took their time and did the episodes, they say, with great care to get as, all the bang they could out of each individual one.
0: Huh. Well, we'll find uh, out. Yep. And boy, uh, the HBO show um, Succession, had its third show this past Sunday. And boy, did that rock everybody's world. People that that are watching that show uh, were shocked into, well, just being shocked uh, heavily by a, I won't blow it for you yet, but boy, it was a a big deal in their last season too. So everybody is pulling out all the stops on some of these shows. There you go. There's your entertainment lineup. Just some uh, suggestions. This is Drake Digital. Back in the '70s, when we were children, uh, some of us uh, things was different. Life was not what it is today. We didn't even have cell phones, and I don't know how we ever survived this long. Okay. We had a home phone that rang and rang and I guess the biggest upgrade to the phone in our homes in the you know in that time was getting a longer cord so you could mm-hmm. walk around the house about two miles and still talk on the phone
2: <laughs> and call our um, ID.
0: Yeah, well, I remember that. We never had that stuff. Um, I guess that the biggest step forward was an answering machine. Yeah, um, it was huge. that may have been that it. Was uh, huge, yeah. But anyway, um, that's when we—that's when we—we we, you know first learned to screen calls, or just ignore them um, and wait to see who had called, and then you go, "Oh, okay, it's you." To rewind the um,
2: little tape.
0: <laughs> yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Wild things that baby boomers grew up doing. I don't know if wild things is appropriate here, but uh, some things like your TV antenna with foil, you know, know, just trying to make that thing, you know, come in better, or, you know, walking to school are totally lost on today's youth. There are some unbelievable things that boomers did when they were kids. I think that uh, as I have watched advertising and been around it, not really watched it, I think that one of the most uh, successful campaigns in the history of advertising was a public, you know, service announcement, a, a a a PSA they're called. Safety belts. This began in the '60s, I'm guessing. Buckle up for safety. Buckle up was was this jingle that was on uh, TV all the time. Buckle up for safety. We didn't wear seat belts.
2: mm Cars Nobody didn't have did. them, did they? Yep.
0: I don't know. Uh, they were thin and shabby and not very commonly used. Uh, so kids were tossed around the car uh, with no, just, you know, uh, but they usually uh, survived all of that. But but the seatbelt thing, I don't know exactly who made that a big deal, but somebody did and it worked. And now it's just the automatic thing that you do. The idea of an airbag back then, please that was no fun at all. This one here, I think, is more uh, probably applies to kids that grew up in bigger cities. Uh, fun with a fire hydrant. Turning <laughs> on the fire hydrant. Uh, that reminds me of The Godfather and that scene. Uh, but uh, f- we didn't really turn on fire hydrants um, back in those days. We had the hose, and that was about it. Uh, so you could get out there and uh, get the. You, you, you hose out and 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 then I guess we eventually evolved into the slip and slide and boy oh, was that yeah. some fun. Um, so so a good times there. <laughs> yeah. um, dinner with your family. That was one of the first yeah. signs of the end of the real family unit. I think um, you know these days kids have you know homework and. Sports practice and chess clubs, and God knows what else. But back in the day, no kid ever missed having dinner with the family. A great time to catch up on the day and bond with your parents and your siblings. But since most of your parents were a divorced, you'd maybe do one one day and one next weekend with your. It's, you know, things aren't the same as they were. Uh, the water hose the garden hose we've already uh, discussed that Mm -hmm. and it's not called water hose it's called a garden hose unlike it's 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 called a a pen not an ink pen i hate that you wanted to ink pen uh, as opposed to what all right um
2: a a lead no that's a pencil
0: it's dumb latchkey kids i don't remember this um the phrase latchkey kid comes from the boomer generation if your parents both worked uh, they had to get you home somehow and keep you safe even when they weren't there so they'd come inside and lock the door with a latch key sometimes a sibling would keep them company but not always so you had to come home and i guess they would hide the key for you or something and then you you, you could like uh, you know come in the house and you were a latchkey kid there with no parents to, to you know, watch you at all. Um, nothing in your house as a kid was child proofed, baby proofed.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh-uh. But,
0: oh, good Lord, there were things for every corner in the house. There were things to put in, you know, sockets. There was every kind of toy to make sure that your little angel did not get hurt. And they, I think, probably uh, didn't do much good. Uh, but to child proof a home today is common practice. Once upon a time, babies roamed around at the same height as the outlets and the cabinets and the drawers <laughs> and it was a and probably the you know the you know bar and all that stuff, but uh, there were nothing there was nothing there to be safe. Walking to school was a big deal. Yeah. I think I walked to school sometimes, usually through about eight miles of snow barefoot. But that's a whole, whole, whole different story. Right. Um, gendered fun. Back in the day, toys were pretty much gendered to be for either girls or boys. But God forbid we even suggest that now. Uh, girls had dolls and dresses, and boys were given baseball gloves and plastic cars. It was defined who was, um, you know, made for each toy a boy or a girl. But if you played with that stuff. You were mocked, and it was a sign that you were about to be they, are non-binary, or whatever the hell the word is, because you were probably showing signs of, well, uh, doing something that was likely highly inappropriate. Like, if you were playing with your sister's Barbie dolls, warning signs went off everywhere. <laughs> um,
1: Dare you not the, to, confirm to conform to these societal roles that we have thrust upon you?
2: Well... Uh, <laughs> earlier Wes talked about having army men and so did my brother and we yeah, played, I played with them and stretch Armstrong. And I guess when I was little bitty, I had dolls cause I remember having a baby alive and you put water and make it's disgusting food and feed it. But right after that I was, I was with stretch Armstrong riding bikes, playing with army men, you know, I don't know, climbing trees. And then you
0: found rat and Billy Squire and go <laughs> right. to prison. So you evolved very well. Um, um lead paint okay mm-hmm. there's there's no lead in the in, uh, in in the paint these days unsupervised children we were allowed to roam as long as we wanted to until it was time to be home to eat or some neighbors had a bell but we were what? allowed to go wherever we wanted to in the woods down to the creek all over town which was not a, not you know it was there, there wasn't that much to do but we were not supervised and there was nobody with a chip in us to follow our every movement and so on so those are just you know some of the things that are long long gone this is not leave it to beaver and it will never be again it has changed so <laughs> much um, I'm going to save these, these these dumb appliances because it's, it's kind of cool but it's also kind of stupid okay wait a minute A mini wide fridge. Well, let me see. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Way to make that one want to be listened to. Um, I think that the reason I said screw it is because I I copied and pasted it and didn't go back to the front of it. Real quick. Okay. These are things that these people think are probably not in your home but should be. And I think that whoever did this is living uh, some kind of life that I'm not a part of. A stand mixer. I guess we have one of those. I don't know. Um, do you, Sid?
2: I mean, what does that mean? Oh, if you bake? like It's the one, one of those that I, ones that you
0: put the thing down in the thing and you. And oh, it, like when, when I was in the restaurant and business and so we made pizza, Mix this stuff no,
2: up. I don't yeah. have one, no.
0: Okay, next. Um, a toaster oven. Nope.
1: no.
2: Well we they can have make hand toast, me down but
0: one. they I mean what do you want one? um we have a toaster, is not that enough?
2: Well, because you can fit like four things in there instead of just two, but ours is hand me down we didn't we didn't buy it, but I mean they're they're pretty cool, but I burn stuff in them so you,
0: you can make TV <laughs> dinners like a mother uh, let's see uh skip that one it's stupid um a knife sharpener,
1: yeah, got we me. don't have enough room Hand-held, on our yeah.
0: We have no room for any more stuff on our counters. And this can opener thing, certainly not. Who cares? A kitchen scale uh, no. to measure the cups in your quest for... Uh, no. Who's got one of those?
2: We, we actually well, we actually recently bought one. Because, for what? Because my husband has started making like um, soups and stuff. And he, he boiled the rest of some chicken to make our own chicken broth to then free seal and freeze for the next round of soup and so he had to weigh it or something i don't know see what what i was
1: going to say was smart drug dealers will keep theirs in the kitchen yeah Yeah. so that you know if they get you know busted and raided they can just that's that's for for soups and stuff like his husband does (laughs) yeah
0: except it's tuned to weigh everything by gram. Which is the Sorry? first dead giveaway.
1: <laughs> we're uh, very precise in our culinary soup making, yeah. okay?
0: okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, pressure cookers, been around for years. They were replaced, I think, by the crock pot, which is, uh, you know, just a fantastic thing to have. And now there are new crock pots that crock faster or something. Uh, a waffle maker. Why? They have egos. Why bother with this nonsense? Because they're
2: so good when uh, you make them. Oh, we have one.
0: There's solar better. Eggos, man. It's the same thing. It's just, you know, convenience sake. A food processor. Do you mean a blender? We have a blender. Next. Um, a baby food maker. Yeah. We all have one of those. Um, <laughs> it's called jars out at of the, the store. <laughs> it's, it's called jars and a spoon. Eat it or go to bed. It's up to you. Um, a mini wine fridge. We have what? a thing called a refrigerator, and we have a case <laughs> where we put the wine bottles—a mini wine fridge. My aching, um, but if you have like a nice outside little kitchen thinger, maybe it's cool. But yeah, maybe these things to th- these things to me seem to be uh, um, unnecessary. Maybe I'm just too simple. But um, back in a moment, this is Drake Digital. Uh, um, what's for dinner? Don't ask. It says here. Over half of Americans think that this is the most stressful thing they encounter in a day. What are we going to have tonight to eat if you have kids or um, <laughs> yes. what, you know, just a pain in the ass? Um, and it talks about what what leftovers are the healthiest. Uh, they surveyed 2,000 people and your diet every week consists of about five home cooked meals Three meals from leftovers, three takeout meals, and um, and a three out at restaurants, which I'd find hard to believe in this day and time. Uh, many people, almost half surveyed, turn to leftovers because it's just easier and there's less mess and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so seven in ten people are pro-leftovers. The rest don't eat them or never eat them. So you must be making some real garbage that you don't want to eat again. Um, <laughs> <I'm> man! <laughs> this found that people uh, half opt to eat leftovers from a home-cooked meal or from takeout. And uh, let's see here, down to the nuts of this. They um, over half believe that the key factor is how old it's, um, the, the uh, food is, how it smells, and where it came from. Uh, reheatability is the key oh, that yeah. makes people eat more leftovers. Using a steam oven can retain nutrients, moisture, and so on and so forth. Um, and reheating that is done by a ton of people. You might guess that the best leftover foods to eat are the most convenient or the best would be pizza. You would be wrong. Homemade soup tops the list at 80% okay um, yeah. we, um we had um a crock pot full of uh white chili yeah i ate that for four days it's so good love it and mm-hmm. it gets better every day number two was pizza I just never have been able to hang with day old pizza really huh um if, uh, if you meat have a was third stone, it's pasta big. is fourth rice which isn't not a good carb but it's still good for you in you know smaller doses are the top five uh, Chinese food takeout is sixth uh, potatoes in various forms and other folks think that that tuna and egg salad are worthy enough to save for later yeah uh, eat some egg salad about five days after you make it and you'll be vomiting from your <laughs> the heels of your feet um, but uh, let's see here the two foods that people feel good and bad about, leftover wise are avocados and guacamole, which are kind of not the same thing, but they make up the 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 the, the content is there. A third thing the avocados are a no go for leftovers, but if you already have an avocado that is cut up, why would you want to keep it in eight just, yeah, just don't they like now. age yeah.
1: out in like five minutes? They exactly. get
0: um if you buy them when they're really, really fresh and they're hard as a rock they're hard to eat. I have one sitting here that's been here for two days, and it's just kind of mushy enough to eat it, and I'm going to. And, and you just, you know, peel it and eat it. It's that simple. Uh, guacamole makes it to a second meal sometime, which sounds all right. Uh, the worst things to keep is leftovers. Anybody want okay. to guess what is just funky?
2: Um, like steak or something. No. Yeah. How do you reheat that?
0: Eggs. Oh. Now I have hard-boiled eggs. I have one every morning and they last for a week. The there is one thing that I that I I cannot keep even overnight and that's sushi. It is it it is the oh, worst yeah. thing to keep. Oh yeah, keep I wouldn't trust it. Yeah. Uh-uh. No. But this says eggs and sushi. Uh but eggs in what form? Um but sushi if you don't don't eat it then and buying sushi in a in a, a grocery store is a dicey move anyway, although Kroger and Sam's both make it fresh every day, and it's usually you know pretty good, but to have it sit there for, you know four days not a good no. call. So eat the sushi no. you know when you get it, and um, they also make sushi that has you know less rice. I found a place that um, makes sushi and they wrap it in uh, cucumber. And there's no rice in it at all, oh, and it's yum. really, really good. So, uh, there you go. We're just trying to help you out, man. With, if, um, if
2: I find because I have a pizza stone that I've had for years, reheating a pizza that you buy works for uh, for me anyway. But reheating the pizza that we make, uh, uh-uh, I just eat it cold. It just doesn't. It's just not the same. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah, know what it we is. have about
0: about we we probably haven't bought a pizza outside of this house in over five years the wife makes it herself and it's yeah. really really good so they're good um,
2: made.
0: yeah they're just and they're better for you and it's less crust and it's just good so knock yourself out man but eat what you want this is america you have freedoms so oh, look
2: i have a kroger ad on my screen now thanks <laughs> <sighs>
0: and one for sushi is coming up probably uh, no doubt <laughs> all right uh <laughs> Wesley has texts from dogs.
1: That's right. Someone put these together, they uh, and they are hilarious. It's just text conversations between dogs and their people. This one opens up from the dog who says, "You got a letter." Okay, from the bank, I think. Okay. Tasted important. <laughs> <laughs> it's next when the dog starts the conversation was still hungry you've had dinner want more dinner you'll get fat what's fat it's what happens when you eat too much food fat sounds awesome let's get fat <laughs> let's get fat <laughs> like
0: every dog would do yeah. every dog and and now well and some cats as a matter oh, of yeah. fact oh yeah yeah i have ruined three cats because they have all learned when I'm in the kitchen at night and Dino, the, the little dog, walks in first, they have all learned to come in behind him and sit oh and look pathetic. I swear and, to God. And wait they, for food? They all want food. So if I have chicken, they all walk in there and line up and look hungry and just, you know, pitiful. But they'll only eat it if it's in little teeny pieces. So I'm standing there trying to tear off a little tiny piece of chicken <laughs> to give it to them, and then Dino will will he will try to to um, uh, attack them for their food. So I gotta you know bust his ass, but everybody wants some now. They all line up. They've learned by experience and by watching him.
2: Drake's a, soup it, kitchen.
0: It's a fun time around here. <laughs> yeah, it just ne- never stops. Go ahead, Wesley. This next
1: text from the dog starts out with the dog saying, Fun day. Ran around the house in a cape. I'm Bat Dog, LRL. Where did you get the cape? I think role-playing helps alleviate my boredom. I feel so alive. Where did you get the cape? I pulled the curtain rail down. Jeez, can't you just be happy for me? Uh, Nice. That's good. This uh, text from the dog starts out with, Who are these people in our house? Guest. Are you going to introduce me? No, not all of them. just the guy in the blue jeans. No. Jeez, I don't even want to meet the whole guy, just his left leg. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> nice. This Gosh, text conversation from the dog starts with the dog saying, OMG, guess what I just discovered. I'm at work. I know, but this is huge. I'm working. This is important. Fine. What is it? I can lick my own eyeball. F-fs. <laughs> I'm doing it right now.
0: That's great. Om, like a dog knows OMG.
1: Okay. So you're fine with the dog texting, but his using OMG is just a little bit too much. All, all
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Just kidding. That
0: yeah, that's straight. fine. But, you know, omg and lol, you know, cut it out. <laughs> he doesn't know what that means. Uh,
1: this dog conversation starts uh, with him texting, I'm watching a documentary on hurricanes. That's nice. Are you learning anything? Not really. Are there pants and socks in hurricanes? that's the washing machine
2: (laughs) oh that's funny. good
1: good hey why are you keeping another dog in the bedroom how many times have i got that's a mirror that other dog is you oh okay that's great hey why are you keeping another dog in the bedroom (laughs) stop going in the bedroom that's great yeah i just ran up and down the stairs 19 times without stopping new record from the uh, dog texting This is literally the proudest day of my life. I know success came at a cost though. I bet you must be exhausted. Yeah. Plus I threw up onto your shoes.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a biggie. Uh, Love the biggie. And
1: this one, the the uh, the owner te- starts this text conversation with a dog with, want the ball? With a picture of a tennis ball. Yes, give me the ball. Who wants the ball? Well, me, give me the ball. Well done. I've wet myself. Ha, <laughs> I'm on
0: your bed. On uh... Your bed. Yeah, people learn the hard way about using the word B-A-L-L. That's a oh, no-no. Yeah. Once that they know a big it, you, you cannot—you can't say it out loud or you're screwed.
1: And this one, uh, the last one, text conversations from the dogs uh, starts with the dog going, Enjoying your muffin? Yes, where are you? That's not important. What does it taste like? Blueberry. And that's it, blueberry. And did you lick this like a lollipop? <laughs> <laughs> laughing my freaking ass off because he actually texts L-M-F-O, but he doesn't know what that means, so obviously he spelled out all the words.
0: Dogs, from dogs. Now. Yeah, That's from dogs. Yeah, very nice, very point. nice. On the,
2: on the dog side note, real quick, you can't even reach for some dogs with some dogs. You can't even reach under the couch if, if you drop something because they think their ball is under there, even if it's not. <laughs> it's oh, it could it's be annoying we, as hell. We
0: find balls stashed that that they've stashed or that have been hidden from them. They still find them though. It's um, yeah, yeah. It's fun little creatures. Oh yes. This is Drake Digital. A big salute to Jean from Long Island. She's somebody's grandma, and she wasn't gonna fall for this scam. She's seventy three years old. And somebody, and they keep trying this stuff. I didn't realize the factor of being this bold. This dude uh, tried to con her out of eight grand. So she said, sure, because she knew the whole thing was a scam. So she arranged to have him come to her house where she had (laughs) the cash waiting for him. (laughs) Now, the next observation would be, How stupid is this guy (laughs) to go to her house, assuming that she's just some old, you know, doddering lady, but she was, in fact, not. The case unfolded last week when uh, Jean got a call purportedly from her grandson, saying he needed eight grand to get bailed out of jail for drunken driving. Uh, that That seemed a bit fishy. To Jean, who is a former 911 dispatcher, oh. since none of her grandsons are old enough to drive. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. But uh, Dickless here uh, didn't give that any thought. She tells uh, CBS News New York, I knew he was a scammer, but he wasn't going to scam me. You go, Jean. She played along and had various phone calls and uh, with lawyers and uh, court officials. She called the police and officers went to the house and heard some of the calls that she had taped. When Jean told uh, Dude Boy here that she had the eight grand in cash at home, he told her that a bail bondsman would stop by to pick it up. Mm-hmm. In reality, she handed the guy, wrapped up uh, paper towels, and police tackled him as he left the house.
2: In the yard. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, well, no, no, wait a minute. Did she get this guy or the bondsman?
2: Uh, it, it, it probably was the same. it was, not the it same was guy. like three different people who had called her
1: saying okay. they were different okay. yeah.
0: well the uh, police say that, that uh, she isn't afraid of these guys she knows what to do and God bless her the guy was 28 years old uh, he's a brick shy of a load Joshua Estrella Gomez charged with grand larceny third degree blah 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 and targeting old people but it didn't target well Gene didn't buy it uh, the FBI says that people over 60 have lost a billion dollars to scams
2: so uh,
0: since 2020. Golly. Jeez. No, mm. that was in in 2020. Oh, wow. A, a figure that has since tripled. Come oh on, Mamma, Papa, y'all wake up. This is not right. Leave them alone. It's just bad. Um, you do get
2: so many weird calls, though, that... People probably think it, they're actually somebody because it's well, something I, shows up on your caller ID, and it could be legit. Something and these Something has think-
0: changed. I haven't gotten one of these calls this year, and it's good. January 20-something. I've gotten these funky-ass emails, but no texts and no phone calls. And, of course, I just jinxed myself. Uh, and now I'm at yep. about 20 today, but <laughs> my phone is always on uh, D&D, so good luck, guys, because I ain't going to answer it. I, here's a strange one. Uh, There's so many odd things happening with politicians and the extreme right-wing views about trans people and about uh, who can read what and who shouldn't read what and politicians making life, life-changing proclamations and trying to ban books and you know if they if if somebody isn't isn't like you how dare they even be allowed to live And this just goes on and on and on and on and on. So on occasion, it is entertaining to get a different look from a satirical point, uh, a smart point, uh, which makes fun of the entirety of the approach of this political group that just refuses to go away. And the more they're talked about, the the more they see this. All this bullshit with uh, the... um, with uh, Bud Light and the endorser uh, that did some ads for them and all the crap that has come up around that with people like you know, Kid Rock and uh, Ted Nugent who may have made some some great music but you know Howard Stern uh, made a comment the day before yesterday after Kid Rock took his AR and blew up a case of Bud Light. And it, it it's it's so infantile in its in its origin and in its in this performance. And it's like he said what do why does Kid Rock care right. who Bud Light has to endorse their fucking beer? Who gives a shit? And you know, Travis Tritt, I've always liked him, but he oh god, he wants to he wants nothing to do with a with, uh, Bud Light. And then you've got uh, Shania Twain, and uh, I guess Reba, uh, that are all in asking the same questions. Who cares what you think about who Bud Light uses to endorse their products? Who who cares? Fuck Kid Rock, um, and Nugent, who is who is he? He is entirely insane and has been for a long time. Uh, but then the story pops up. That uh, that uh, that they have lost four four billion dollars in uh, support and lack of sales in the past week, which is entirely untrue. But it was on the internet, so it it just must be the real deal. Well, it's not. Uh, so the absurdity of all this stuff leaks over into satire, and gives satire a place to live. Thank God. <laughs> so here is here's the headline. Uh, Conservatives explain, and I haven't heard of this before, but it all makes sense. Uh, Conservatives, uh, they explain here why they support genital inspections for child athletes. Because there's so much concern about what if a girl, or if, if a boy becomes a girl, does he or she have an advantage in athletics? And this is an actual issue that is being discussed. Uh, Several states have passed laws that legalize and let people inspect your private parts before you play sports in school. Anybody who touched my kid like that would pull back a bloody stump. So they've asked conservatives why they support the state-sanctioned genital inspections for minors. And here's what some of the comments were. Dennis Sayers is a plumber. He says, do you want the stuff about integrity and athletics are my darkest, most monstrous urges. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and this guy has a face that you, like, uh, uh, Representative Jim Jordan, who's a douchebag from Ohio. It's great training for the sexual violations. I'll have to endure at the college level. <laughs> <laughs> another douche boy extreme right insanity josh hawley of missouri lovely guy i can't be the only one he says who watches high school athletes and wonders what their dogs look like he's right about that
2: <laughs> okay
0: hmm linda butler who's a clerk State-sanctioned groping by gym teachers is a small price to pay for fairness in high school lacrosse. <laughs> <laughs>
2: high school lacrosse. Uh-huh.
0: Alec Stinson, conservative chef. Fewer kids we will be uh, allowed to uh, play sports, which is, is my son's only hope of making the basketball team. Well, no, that's <laughs> honest. So I think that's that's a fair, fair answer. Uh, why these people approve of genital inspection god just to say that makes me feel
2: ill i know
0: philip dean chemical engineer the boys soccer net is a holy place and i don't want it desecrated by a ball that was secretly kicked by a filthy girl <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
0: that's, that's just not, wrong. well that's that's just true uh garrett that's wilkins football coach looking very intense it isn't about gender it's about the difference in speed due to wind drag from a labia versus a penis.
2: Oh. <laughs> okay. Because it's just hanging out? Okay.
0: <laughs> it depends. Uh, never mind. I ain't even going mm-hmm. there. Genital inspection is an honest to God real thing in some states to make sure you don't have the wrong is it, parts. Are you telling An the advantage. Truth? Uh, This is satire. It's a joke, but that part of it isn't a joke. It it is a, it's a real thing. Uh, Bryson Hurst, Little League coach. Getting your genitals checked before a game was an honor before the woke mob decided to turn it into politics. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Mike Gonowitz teaches biology. This is our, this is the closest our school gets to allowing sex education. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that oh, may be the
0: smartest thing yeah. in the entire yeah. deal yeah. Uh, uh carly polilo attorney the kids will be traumatized uh at some point in this country might as well make sure this sixth grade basketball game is fair people actually <laughs> think like this though that's the yes. problem yeah. uh Vance suarez bartender if you can't endure an invasive exam of your genitals, you aren't good enough to win at the state level. And that's a good point, too. God. Oh. Thank, I'm telling you, this is satire, people, but it does make you look at it a little bit closer. Yolanda Fritz, social worker, very serious looking old gal here. Uh, I'm not going to even read that one. It's just not even that funny. Uh, and here is Zach Flannery, a children's genital inspector.
1: No. Okay.
0: So he's the, you know, he has the card-carrying, uh, you know, cred here. Mm-hmm. While the circumstances aren't ideal, increased inspections will lead to a lot of important contracts that this town should be proud of. <sighs> This isn't true, people, but it's just an allusion to the insanity that we're having to witness go on in this great land of ours. Genital inspection. Two states so far. Doesn't say which ones, but if two can do it, so can the rest. And I wonder where they are in America. Maybe the south? I sure hope so. It would help the image. This is Drake Digital. Some of these I really did surprise me. The title here is um, it's uh, famous songs with hidden messages. And now we've all been through the concepts of the Beatles and uh, recording things and playing them backward, which I think um, required too much work, but we tried it back in the day and did in fact hear some strange things. Uh, but, and Pink Floyd is also supposedly built uh, guilt at Queen. Um, I'm going to skip the ones about Taylor Swift, don't care, although she's fine. Uh, But the first one here is Imagine by John Lennon, one of the most uh, respected and uh, revered songs about peace and love and all of that that came out in 1971. Uh, It's become a peace anthem uh, since 71. The hidden visions, a world without divisions of faith, politics, and money. Uh, John, however, uh, went so far as to call it, "quote, uh, virtually the communist manifesto." Huh, Think about okay. the lyrics and about that, <laughs> um, yeah. a world of perfection, whereas there's no, there's no no war, no well, uh, he says, because the song is sugar coated, it's accepted. Now I understand what you have to do. Put your just just to put your 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 a message about politics across with a little bit of honey, and it works. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. All right. So so this song that is done with a piano and strings, and it's so lovely, but it's about things you don't really think that it is. Uh, Britney Spears, maybe one more time. I think I'll pass on that. Queen. Uh, which we learned last week was the most is the most played band in the world. Yep. Another one bites the dust. Their little disco hit dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. served as the catapult for the band's big break in America. Is that even true? First of all, however, the lyrics remain pretty mysterious to this day. Do they? What many folks don't know is that the popular line, uh, the 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 song's title. Another one bites the dust. Sounds like decide to smoke marijuana when played backward. Oh, come on. What? Whoever what did that what? in the first place. <laughs> and how do you spin your CD player or your iTunes thing to make it go backward? I Another I don't know. <laughs> um, Darling Nikki by Prince uh, has always had. Um, well, there's some lyrics in there that are uh, a little bit sexual that may have put some people off. Um, it was, it was on a uh, purple rain at the end of the song, the, the uh, choir seems to be, uh, singing in a bizarre language, but Prince said that using the back masking technique for that section, uh, they're actually singing, hello, how are you? I'm fine. Cause I, cause I know that the Lord is coming soon, coming, coming soon. How did anybody ever figure that out?
2: Hmm. I've never heard that in there.
0: Maybe I'm reading something here that is, is completely just... Um, Empty Spaces by Pink Floyd. They were known as the masters of hidden messages. They were. Uh, their album, The Wall, uh, was known for that. I've never heard of that before. Have you, Wes? No. Empty Spaces being the Thanks. most most famous of the songs. When it is turned around backward on a record player at the right moment... You can hear Waters' voice saying, Congratulations, you've just discovered the secret message before <laughs> a, a phone call interrupts what he's saying. Do we believe that or not? I don't know. I could uh, I could turn it around backwards uh, digitally and find out. I, I, I don't know. There's mm. Eminem in here. I'll skip on that. Aerosmith uh, and uh, Sweet Emotion. Um, the song was written by by Steven Tyler when the band was going through a rough time which they had many of between him and guitarist Joe Perry that issue exists to this day Uh, Tyler claimed the lines you talk about things that that nobody cares you're wearing out things that nobody wears they were about Perry and his girlfriend at the time and there was a ton of tension in the band but the lyrics were in the song, and Joe heard him every night, so there was not much of a problem there that I can see. Um, Led Zeppelin, "Stairway to Heaven," maybe the most famous rock song of all time. Its uh, vague lyrics have intrigued the public since 1971. Have they? Uh, uh, Platt has explained that the first part of the lyrics are about a a, a woman who makes money all her life only to find out that her life doesn't have meaning and she won't be going to heaven. The rest is open to interpretation. Could that be any more vague? Hmm. Never thought about it like that. Anybody else?
1: No. The only story I heard about it was who just kind of uh, was standing there hearing the music part and started just spouting out some lyrics as they came to him.
0: Plant hated the song. Yeah. Yeah. and still does. Um, love Bites by Def Leppard. Oh, good. This song, <laughs> uh, at the end it says, if you got love in your sights, watch out Love Bites. Followed by what many choose to hear as um, Jesus of Nazareth, Go to Hell. What? Um, I, what? The band then said, no, 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 no. It was done in a British accent, and it's saying yes, it does, Bloody Hell. Okay, uh, and then Ozzy Osbourne's Suicide Solution, I'm not sure that I care, Uh, and the nursery rhyme, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. The song is not a hit, well, it is kind of a nursery rhyme that does have an interesting meaning. The comparative lyrics help children develop their imagination and learn the concepts of analogies. Okay. Does it? or did I just waste about five minutes on nothing? Um, (laughs) Some of those were more
1: interesting than others. Yeah, Yeah. I thought there was going to be more like the uh, John Lennon Imagine story about Mm -hmm. the lyrics are taken... never heard that. ...on face value this way, but had a uh, more subversive meaning underneath if you look at them harder.
0: There are a lot of songs that you cannot take at face value. And you can interpret what you think that they mean, but only the guy or girl that wrote the song knows what it means. And you hear these songs your entire life and sing along to them in your head or out loud and never really scratch what they were trying to get at. Um, but Stairway to Heaven may be the, the best example because Plant hated that whole thing and just, you know, babbled the entire thing when it turned out that, uh, He was wrong about that one. That that one was a a pretty big deal. So (laughs) who knows? Who knows? Who knows? What did you have? When kids get clever.
1: Yeah. Let's try that. These are just some things that people posted about what their kids did that uh, show their kids are a little bit too clever maybe for their own good. Oh, yeah. This This woman named Michelle posts that she says, I collect all cell phones and iPads from the kids at night and keep them in my room. Well, that's smart. Last night, those little assholes all set alarms to go off at various times throughout the night. (laughs)
0: That's
1: great. I'm impressed with their ingenuity and team effort. They're all grounded. (laughs) Good. Good. This guy named Lockwood says, my best friend and I wanted to go to a Blink-182 concert in high school, but we couldn't afford tickets. So, we told everyone in our extremely Baptist Oklahoma town that God called us to spread the gospel at an evil, secular concert, but we needed donations to get in. We turned to profit. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, this one from... Lauren says, my school sent out a warning about cougar sightings, and some kid replied this to the entire school, and the warning says that uh, we live in a beautiful valley, but uh, be aware that cougars have been seen recently in and around this place, and this uh, hyperlink below has some great information about it. And this kid replied, that's just my mom.
0: <laughs> Good one. The kid knows what, what, what a cougar is and a MILF is. That's, that's That one wrong. does. That's wrong. <laughs> This one, who was anonymously posted,
1: said uh, a four-year-old said, can I have some of your candy? And my wife said, I got this for Mother's Day. Four-year-old said, you're only a mom because of me. (laughs) No word if if, the uh, kid got candy or not.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm doubting it.
1: And David says, I've seen this one before, but it's still good. David says, my 13-year-old son told me that when he ter- hits 99 pounds, he wants to eat one pound of nachos so on his own so that he can be 1% nacho. <laughs>
2: that is hysterical.
0: That's really funny. That kid is headed for prison, without question. <laughs> prison. At-
1: Two more of these examples of kids being almost too clever for their own good. Natalie says, My siblings had a fight once when we were little, and it went like this. Tyler said, Anything that comes out of your mouth is stupid. My brother Sam said, Tyler. <laughs> to this day, I still laugh out loud in inappropriate settings because
0: I randomly think of it. <laughs> we used well, that, yeah, that, 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 that could be an odd interpretation, I suppose. Yeah, And then finally, okay. this
1: headline about a, a too clever kid Boy, ten years old, steals parent's car to visit grandparents sixty-eight miles away. Then tells police he is a dwarf who has forgotten his license.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <A dwarf.
0: laughs> one more kid headed for jail. There's oh, no question Thought about. Thought on it. his feet, though. The state pen awaits. This is Drake Digital. Let's see. Do a dumbass, Wesley. You had. I want to hear the one about the potato in the bag.
1: Oh, this one is weird. This woman named Leah, she lives in Huddersfield, West Yorkshire. She bought a multi-pack of chips, and they call them crisp, not noticing that one of them had a strange waiter shape, but that's why, because she bought this big package of smaller packages. So she works from home, and she wanted to uh, get some lunch, so she grabbed one of the weird uh, uh, bags, and she says was shocked when she opened it up. She reaches in and feels something... A smooth, cold ball," she said. "Brings it out. Mm-hmm. It's one mm-hmm. potato. That was the entire contents of this bag of potato chips. A, a potato. could she tell
0: that it was something was Bad. wrong?
1: Yeah. Well, she could. At, when she got that particular bag, but like I said, she bought like one of those multi bags. Like you know, you you see the bags of chips that could oh. the bag contains like 20 ba- smaller bags servants. of chips right so that's that's what she had she bought and so when she got to that one she noticed it felt weird and reached in and she pulls out this lightly salted potato one weird. soggy crisp is how she put it <laughs> she that said sucks. she did not eat the lone potato she rather contacted the store from which she got it which says we apologize that on this occasion our usual high standards were not met uh, we'll ask the customer to return the product to their local store for a full refund. And we'll investigate this with our supplier. Because, you know, the grocery store didn't pack the bag. The grocery store got the package from some suppliers. So that's yeah. who they're going to. But, I mean, they're they're apparently, it looks like, going to refund her the price of the entire big bag that she bought. So it's like almost getting a free bag of smaller bags
2: but that's got to be a
1: weird rush you 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 grab the bag it looks weird you reach in and there's this smooth round lightly salted potato in it and that's it
0: okay <laughs> all, right. all right uh what was your said about making copies and make i don't i don't get this making what's the story
2: copies. a virginia woman had a big old party for about three years and was able to buy uh, a swimming, an in-ground swimming pool at her house, and all these high-end home renovations that she did, like a new sunroom and a new kitchen. And her family went shopping all the time and ate out and went on high-end vacations at deep discounts, because she thought she was so smart. Uh, from her, where is she from? Virginia Beach. That um, she, she's 41, and she sold 31.8 million dollars of coupons to shoppers God. counterfeit coupons <laughs> counterfeit like coupons she thought Everybody's she, cheating why shouldn't she man what she the? was why just not? having a party um she i guess you could copy the barcode on real coupons and somehow if you have the right copier and the right uh i don't know how she was able to avoid this but If they said, well, how did you, I mean, why did, why did it take so long to find her? Well, if the coupons are rejected and if they're counterfeit, the retailer doesn't get paid back for them, but the whole process takes so much time that by the time a coupon gets identified as being fake, it's already been used like no, like tons of times, I guess. So she would, she set up this thing where she would get like crypto for payments and um, and and sold these coupons somehow to people, uh, just making them, co- making copies of them, and sold them. And which you, I, you think, uh, well, and, and it did work for three years for this woman. And that, but now she's been sentenced to twelve years in prison you're, after pleading it's, guilty it's to male always, wire, and health care fraud.
0: Always get caught. Mm hmm. It's so much fun until the hammer comes down.
1: <laughs> you gotta know when to stop.
0: You know. gotta know when to back off, man. But you get greedy and then you end up in jail for 12 years. And they don't take coupons in jail. Uh, so, nope. bless her heart. Well, I hate that. I've for got her.
1: that get out of jail free coupon <clears throat> that, uh, yeah. right here. Yeah.
2: She, <laughs> yeah, she, yeah she, right. Wait, she didn't get, me, she didn't get somebody, that. One. Somebody send me a Monopoly game card so I can print these in, uh, in jail. Oh, this, this you'll just love because you love TikTok so much. Mm -hmm. this tiktok guy who has millions of followers uh where did it say four million or something crazy he's 18 he's Um, 18 he's in florida he's in florida which we shouldn't be surprised i guess yeah he has more than four million followers that's great he started doing a uh, video for fun and he was in his car (laughs) i don't know what kind of car dodge challenger
0: yeah,
2: and perfect. he started doing a burnout with his tires, and next to a patrol car, uh, I guess near Good where call. he lives, where he lives in Florida. So of course, police, you know, took chase. He ran a red light, sped off, led them on a high speed chase of more than a hundred miles an hour, with the video going just for TikTok, just because he wanted to. He did not pull over when a trooper flashed his lights and turned on his God. siren. I know. He's Which lucky he didn't kill people? anybody. So he's on. There's still a video in this story that he, as he's speeding away, as police sirens blare. Uh, finally, they caught up to him. They well, they, they went, He went home. So they caught up to him at his house, <laughs> and of course, arrested him. It says nearly immediately, in quotes, after being read his Miranda rights, he he boasted that he earns four hundred to five hundred four hundred fifty thousand hundred fifty thousand dollars per year. I guess via yeah. TikTok. Mr. McCoola advised his state of mind was that he was young, makes a lot of money, and has a fast car and can do whatever he wants. Said the trooper, uh, oh, he admitted he was idle f- little bastard. Oh yeah, he admitted that was a foolish way of thinking and not a good way to live. Mr. McCoola advised he wanted to do something fun for three seconds, and it cost him. So he just wanted to be on TikTok doing that just for fun. Oh, he was taken to jail. God. He was taken in jail. County records What happened to having
0: goals that were, you know, you. somewhat promising and fruitful and <sighs> helpful? I know. But that's but 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 this dumbass thinks that doing that is important enough to do it, and he could he could have even killed or kill people. I know, but of course, who cares? Yeah, it's on TikTok. Course. It's all that matters.
2: Yeah, thanks a lot. He was charged with eluding the police with disregard of safety to persons or property, reckless driving, and racing on a highway, and hopefully. Mm. He's an idiot who learned his lesson and he's he's lucky he didn't like you said kill someone or himself
0: all right wesley your turn
1: all right it is not a headline when a snake bites a man but man bites snake there's a headline (laughs) (laughs) this comes from india where ramamato 65 was sitting out in the front of his house the other morning when a baby snake reportedly bit him on the leg Mm. he eventually it says allegedly under the influence of alcohol at the time managed to capture this viper, and decided to enact his own unique form of vengeance, so he bit it. And while grasping this viper to bite it, it resisted, and he was bitten more than 10 times, it says, on the face uh-huh. while chewing on this snake. Ew. Oh my God. He eventually had enough of this, and threw the snake under a nearby tree, and his family says, what is wrong with you? Get to the hospital. He's like, no, I'm fine. It's fine, I bit the snake back, I'm gonna win, I'm gonna go to bed. And so he did, and then he died, because that's what happens when a snake bites you on the face 10 times and it has venom. The official cause of death has not yet been recorded. I think it's going to be a combination of venom, stupidity, and alcohol.
0: Probably, you know, I have heard stories before uh, from various people about what happens when you uh, get bit by a snake that is venomous that will kill you. Uh there is an antidote and if you go to the ER with a snake bite, and I've heard this twice and it wasn't just a made up thing, that the that that's that this venom or the anti venom which they have uh, in the ERs, that you end up paying about twenty five thousand dollars for that venom so wow. you don't die. So I'm not sure if given the choice what I'd prefer. Um oh,
1: well and there's there's different types of anti venom for yeah. uh, different types of um, well, poison that you, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. snake poison. So they, you are encouraged if you are in, are, you know, prone, I guess, to be in an area where snakes might bite you and have venom, to get as much info on that snake as you possibly can. Not necessarily bring it with you into the ER, that's probably a bad idea, but <laughs> if you can ID what kind of snake it is, that will not only speed up the process, it'll get you the right kind of anti-venom. That might be a little cheaper. This really expensive one you're talking about is yeah. must be some kind of catch-all anti-venom, which has Maybe. got to be you know really pricey to put together. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Uh, It'll save your life if
2: you want to pay the bill, so it's your call at that point. This is Drake Digital.